Hello, Zebra Nation. I'm your host, Sophia Garfia C, and this is Two Truths and a Tall Tale, a podcast that seeks to demystify what makes every zebra unique with a twist. In each episode, my guest and I will play a game. The guest will share three statements about themselves, and then it's up to me to guess which of these statements is a lie, otherwise known as a tall tale. This time, I am joined by Benga Olowoyeye, manager of software engineering who is based out of our Holtzville office. Hi, Benga. Welcome to the podcast. Hello, nice to be here. And it's a pleasure to be on this podcast. So you have three statements for me. So why don't you tell me what they are? All right. So the first statement is, uh, I am bilingual. I speak English in another language, Yoruba. The second statement is, I went to boarding school in Switzerland uh, for about a year. And the third statement is, um, I jumped out of a plane at 13,000 feet. 13,000 feet, wow. I, they all sound pretty believable, actually. Um, I'm going to say that you went to boarding school in Switzerland. That is correct. I did not go to school in Switzerland. Uh, I did go to school somewhere else, though. I actually got it right. That's usually never the case. (laughs) So that means you are bilingual. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? Yes, uh, I speak Yoruba, which is a language from Nigeria. I am of Nigerian heritage. I was born and raised in the U- U.S., but I uh, I did spend my formative years between five and thirteen in Nigeria. Um, yeah, my parents came here to go to school. They had me and my young brother here, and after they were done with their college education, they decided to move back to Nigeria and uh, and and you know live live out their lives there. That's where I, you know, learned the language, obviously, and the culture. That's great. Yeah. So you were kind of growing up between two countries. Uh, what was that experience like? Yeah, it was it was an interesting experience, I guess, to sum it up. While you're in one country, you're fully integrated and involved in that culture and society, at least while I was in Nigeria. Let me put it that way, because that was my younger years. Uh, coming to back to the U.S., that was obviously a bit of a culture shock, obviously, and uh, just getting used to the new society and, and, and adapting to, to a new place. It had its excitement aspect of it and also its challenges as well. But, um, but it's, overall, it's been a great experience just having experienced different places and uh, different cultures. Yeah, especially since you're shaped so much by your environment when you're a young child. And was there any sort of memory that stood out to you that's impacted who you are today? So back in Nigeria, um, one of the key memories that stands out is my time in in boarding schools. I did go to boarding school in Nigeria for a year, and that was was a kind of impactful time in my life. It was a time, the first time I've lived away from home, and this was at the age of between 12 and 13. Kind of, that was the beginning of me being independent, you know, been for myself, live on my own, and, you know, uh, kind of starting to mature a little bit more. Um, so, so, so yeah, that was, that was kind of a very memorable year. And that year preceded the year that, you know, we ended up coming to the U.S. Yeah, tell me a little bit about your return to the U.S. as a teenager. As far as the transition, 
I think the thing that stands out the most is the misconceptions uh, a lot of folks had about what life in Africa was like. You know, and I, a lot of people were approaching it out of genuine curiosity and interest, uh, but it was just that a lot of them were misinformed or they had a very narrow view of what life was like. People say, oh, what's it like out there? You know, does everybody live in huts and things like that? Because, you know, that's what they saw on TV. Uh, So I had to dispel a lot of myths about what life was like. You know, like there are cities and they have just about all the amenities you would see here. Obviously, you have rural areas and you you would see the huts and things like that, you know, uh, and more village life. But you also had the urban life, you know, where you had just about anything you would see in an urban society any other part of the world. And that's one thing I would wish I wish would be different in the way African life, the full spectrum of African life would be uh, portrayed, you know, in, in, in popular culture and media and the history books and things like that. And one memory that kind of particularly stands out in when I was in high school was uh, one of my classmates, you know, was, at, you know, kind of talking on this subject. And the, the person was asking me, you know, do they have this? Do they have that? Do they have this? And, you know, they came to the, to the point of sneakers and, and they were asking me if they have, um, you know, back then Adidas was the reigning, you know, sneaker of choice uh, and uh, most popular sneaker at the time. They do they have Adidas? I'm like, yeah, of course they have Adidas. Everybody, a lot of people wear Adidas. And it's like, really? They have Adidas? So, so that was kind of like a mind blowing, you know, concept to the person that in Africa at that time, they would have Adidas. And, and so things like that, you know, was something that I would encounter often and have to. Uh, so how has this experience of growing up and living in two different countries impacted your outlook on life? It, it has a lot helped me have a, an, a, an appreciation for different cultures. Um, and and um, it, it helps me to, uh, put myself in other people's shoes and allow me to see things from different points of view better because, you know, I, you know, living uh, in, in the two, in the two, having lived in the two countries, there are different perspective on a lot of things. And, uh, and, you know, oftentimes I have to, you know, uh, uh, kind of put on my Nigerian hat and sometimes put on my American hat uh, to, you know, and, uh, and to, uh, look at things at different angles, so to speak. And uh, so, you know, so that's one aspect of it. And then, uh, and just having a genuine appreciation for for people from different cultures, especially here in the U.S., where it's kind of a melting pot of societies and cultures, uh, you know, it, it's, 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 it's helped me from, from that point of view. The other thing it's done is it's also on the flip side of that, uh, it's helped me to see really how, what, you know, how similar a lot of us are, you know, even though we come from different backgrounds, different cultures and societies with different customs and practices, you know, once I, you know, once you get to, you know, know folks a little bit more and and where they're from, you know, and, you know, what they do, you realize there's a lot of similarities, you know, across the board, you know, and one, one, one thing that kind of jumps out in, in me and my, you know, within our family, we've had this kind of discussion before where, uh, you know, one example of uh, of the similarities is that movie, My Big Fright Greek Wedding, when it came back many, many years ago, and it, it was struck about how a lot of the dynamics, those family dynamics were very similar to ours. So, and we would joke that you could have replaced, you know, My Big Fat Greek Wedding with 
<laughs> my big fat Greek Nigerian wedding or whatever, you know. Um, right. So, 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 yeah, you know, you know, having lived in different cultures, different societies, kind of makes me realize we're really a lot more similar than we think, you know, in many ways. Obviously, there are the differences, you know, the, you know, the uniqueness, uniqueness in cultures and practices and stuff. But um, when you when you boil it down a little bit more, a lot of it, you know, a lot of you know the the what we are at the core is is very similar actually okay so i know we were just talking about similarities but i think the truth is that growing up in two different cultures and environments can actually cause some internal conflict um have you experienced that one thing that comes to mind is is this idea of uh you know while here on this side uh not being seen as american um especially with my name, you know, once you see that, the presumption is, you know, it's, it's not being, not thought of as an American or that this person is American until they get to talk to me and get to know me or not being seen as American enough. And then while either in Nigeria or in the Nigerian community, um, um, not being seen as Nigerian enough. So that's, that's kind of something that, you know, you experience as, as someone who's kind of lived on both sides. What would you say to someone experiencing this conflict? Um, what I would say is uh, just be true to yourself, uh, being true to oneself, uh, not allowing others to define who you are, and being confident in your own one's own sense of self, and uh, just not letting other people's perceptions to 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 either affect you or define you. You know, just know who you are, be confident in who you are, and uh, and just kind of. Shrug it off, really. Thank you for your time today, Benga. It was really great hearing your story. Thanks, Sophia. Thanks for having me. It was a pleasure having this discussion. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Two Truths and a Tall Tale. This series is produced by the Global Business Communications team with the goal of sharing the stories of the incredible people that make up Zebra. Make sure to check back every month for a new episode. If you would like to be on our podcast or know someone that has a great story to share, reach out to us. And if you enjoyed this episode, let us know in the comments below.